0: I'm Peter Anthony. And I'm Steve Angel.
1: You're listening to Men With Spirit. Join us as we explore what it means to be a modern man and to live a spirited life. G'day and welcome to this 34th episode of Men With Spirit at Radio Karam. This is a show where we encourage men to get out of their heads and more into their hearts to be more authentically connected with themselves and with others. And regular listeners would know that we that uh, integral to this uh, intent is to live your life according to your values whatever they may be. Okay, we are actually um, we're in the studio today at Radio Karam Steve. Welcome. How are you? <laughs> Well, thank you. I'll get you to answer that in a bit more detail in a second. (laughs) I'm going to say good now. Yeah, good. I'm good as well. Um, We've uh, got—they've been doing a bit of work here to the studio, which is great. We've got webcams and we've uh, got—we've got an
0: on-air sign on the door, which is really professional. And there's a turntable here now as well. There's, yeah. a wind, there's a glass in the door now, so we, <laughs> we've got more privacy. It's yeah. good. No, it's good.
1: It's really very good. Job. Job.
0: And uh, we've been
1: encouraged to welcome our, our new sponsor, which is TAD or T A D Cabinets. Uh, welcome to the family as a sponsor for the station, along with the other sponsors Freddie's Kitchen, Seaford North IGA, Atticus Health, and Mich- uh, Michelle Tory Real Estate. I'm a Tory real estate. So, uh, yeah, we're in the studio, which is great. And mm. how are you, Steve,
0: in more detail? What's been happening in your life since we're last on air together? Since we were last on air? Well, you know, it's two weeks because we didn't do a uh, episode I know, were very slack last week. Yeah, yeah. Life is just a bit busy at the moment. Uh, um, look, just heading towards that Christmas period, you know, the weekends just seem to be, you know, just full of just commitments at the moment, um, doing many things at the moment at uh, at home in personal life or oh, where, what else? Things have been, um, things have been, uh, things have been actually quite um, moving along quite nicely actually in my life. So I can't say i got any hurdles or anything like that other than this sort of personal internal <laughs> hurdles, which mm-hmm. we'll talk about today. Mm-hmm. <laughs> However, but I, I would look at my life at the moment and say, yeah, it's it's going along nicely. Good. Cool. Yeah. Um, for my part, I uh, last, was
1: it last weekend? I went out for a, um, a walk in the early in the morning and um, I found one of these e bikes and I thought, oh, oh that'll be good. So I decided I'll jump on this and we'll go for a ride for a few K or something. And I promptly managed to fall off and. Uh, the, Break or a bruise or whatever, some ribs. So I've been going around feeling very sore and sorry
0: for myself. But um, note to self, you know. Can I ask you where did where did you actually find that bike? Because I tend to see these around and in the most random places. No, like someone, I had no someone, intention of getting a, going on an e-bike, but I just I came across one. I thought, ah, oh, I'll give it a go. I just feel like whenever I see them randomly sitting there, that someone's just I don't know is drunk in the middle of the night decided <laughs> I'm done with this and just leaves it in the middle of the road. But I think the main
1: thing. Is you know, recognize that it, um, every bike's different in terms of getting your balance and that sort of thing. And anyhow, it was interesting, well, good you know, on you for learning, it okay? Yeah. yeah, um, and following on from Liz Blake's show, the last one oh. we did, um, it, it actually rated in the mixed Cloud Community Radio Ratings, uh, rankings, whatever, rated 67th globally, which was uh, really good, mm. and um. Since then, I've been considering uh, just taking on board what we covered in that show in terms of how I wanted to vote in the upper and lower houses in the upcoming Victorian elections um, to hopefully give my voice or give voice to my values. Mm -hmm. So that's been... uh, been, I've been thinking about that a bit. And I've been pushed in a few areas of my life, which I'd probably say given me some opportunities for growth. So it's Mm. been a... uh, Have you enjoyed the push? I don't know whether you enjoy is is the right term to use. Have you accepted the push? Yeah, no, I have actually. I was just saying before we came on here that often I when you get pushed and you don't necessarily want to do things or you get confronted with things that are a bit um, uh, challenging or, uh, you know, Projecting a, an image of you that you know different to your own image that you know mm. you, I'd previously react in a particular way, but this time I've um, got very um, focused on saying, okay, what can I learn from this, and just uh, get on with it and just change uh, change things. Yeah. So it's it's been good. Now, Steve, you um, you uh, you came up with this topic, mm. which today is um, finding passion in your life, Yes. and uh, you were quite keen to cover this. So, passion and purpose, and how it all ties together. Do you want to explain it in terms of the, the context and and why it's an yeah. issue for you at the moment? And I would, and the more we've talked about it, I know, it's certainly an issue for me as well. So, mm. it should be, well, hopefully, from from our point of view, it hopefully be an
0: interesting show. Let's hope. Let's hope. Well, look, it all started um, a couple of weeks ago. Um, as uh, some people know, uh, I'm in a mediumship uh, spiritual circle. So I develop mediumship skills there. And it's a, it's a quite intense personal development work. And I was asked the question of, you know, how do you find personal drive? And to be honest, I was a little bit lost by that. And when I asked my teacher, um, he said, through passion. And to find passion, you don't let others control you or your decisions. And that got me thinking after after the, the class or the circle that night, how passionate am I? And why aren't I as passionate as I could be? and I started to reflect a little bit more in my life as to passion has seemed to be something that comes in fits and bursts. And when I am passionate, I'm really fixated on it, but then I lose that passion very quickly, or maybe not. Sometimes it could be years, sometimes it could be less than that, but there's a lack of consistency in it. And it really, it started to sort of unsettle me a little bit because I know that the work that I'm doing now, I really love it, and, mm-hmm. and it speaks to me very, very, very clearly. So, if I am, if I have been struggling with passion before, what's to stop it from happening again? Mm-hmm. And that's kind of where my mind started to go, and I think, okay, well, what am I going to do? Now, um, a lot of the information that I, I kind of lent upon was not only my personal s- stories and, and reflection, but... I, I sought out the information from some deep trances. Now, people may remember Ian Rogers, who was um, on our show, I think, episode Ep- 30. 30. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, He does a form of deep mediumship where he brings in different entities and they talk about different subjects. Now, these are available for anyone to access as well, mind you. You can go to sphinxspiritual.com and you can buy these these lectures. Let's call them Mm. a lecture. Mm. And they're about 60 minutes. Mm. And I found a couple of, um, of these that I... listened to uh, several times. One was on self-belief and the other one was how to get yourself out of a rut.
1: Mm, And there's another one that that I also listened to which um, related, which was a trilogy of success. Yes. Which touches on passion as one of the three elements of um, that three-legged stool. Yes.
0: (laughs) And much of what I think we're going to reflect upon today and talk about comes from those trances. And we'll put links on in the show notes as well mm. if anyone wants to try and get these specifically. But then it got me started to think, okay, so, so what is passion and why do we lose it? And, I, you know, there was essentially what I got was... And when yeah, we talk about passion,
1: we're, we're not talking uh, passion in, say, a lovemaking sense. It's really that. Well, unless dr- you <laughs> want to talk about
0: lovemaking, I'm not sure. Um, I don't know how personal we the, want but to become. I
1: suppose, <laughs> suppose the, the definition in the dictionary is a strong
0: feeling of enthusiasm or excitement for something or about doing something. Yeah, and you know it when you get it. You know when you have it because you're kind of driven by something, aren't you? And y- your focus is so intent on what you're doing and it, and it fills you with a sense of excitement. And that's
1: what—that's uh, the conventional definition. And uh, the definition you were given before was about you know, you being firm about your own beliefs, not being uh, yeah. controlled by others. So it's this idea of this inner strength, if you like, that this is um, you know, what I'm. Meant to be doing sort of ties into purpose, which we'll come back to in a minute.
0: Yeah, and if I was to summarise everything that I learned, and we'll break this down in a little in a, in a little bit, it was like essentially a lack of passion is caused by a lack of not knowing who you are and what's important to you, and this is when you've been taught to conform to others' expectations of you. Now this drives, uh, this is driven by a lack of self-belief, as you because you haven't developed a strong state of independence. Now, without a strong self-belief, you can't find out. You can't. We can often find ourselves in a rut of life as we are being affected by the actions of others. Therefore, making finding passion and staying passionate is really difficult. We need passion to achieve our goals. It's kind of like the driving force to get to where we want to get to and what we want to achieve because we'll feel the sense of joy when we get there. Mm -hmm. Um, So. So this is so that really intrigued me, a lack of independence and being affected by others, which is what my teacher, Sean, told me. Mm. And it was really supported a lot in these trances. So I started to look into my life a little bit more. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so bear with me. And he told you for the next couple of minutes, Peter, and um, I'm sure you've got similar stories to share mm. as well. And I started to look at my life and think, okay, as a child, I loved being an artist, and I'm talking sort of under 12, Mm -hmm. you know, I would create and I would make things. I even replicated the entire E.T. movie. I was so obsessed with E.T. (laughs) I made E.T. and I made all my cousins play the part and I used a video camera and I wrote out the script and I did everything. Like, I just obsessed with making things. But then as I entered high school, I lost that drive for that because I didn't feel like it was seen as important. Mm -hmm. You know in, in the eyes of other people absolutely and mm-hmm. in, in particularly my parents would have wanted me to do something a little bit more mm-hmm. serious mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. something that would give me a good job make me feel safe and and settled and so high school I found myself really driven without much passion but just a passion to survive I really wanted to fit in when I was in high school because I didn't feel like I did and and when I think about it now survival was where my passion was. Mm-hmm. So I didn't really explore much else. There wasn't much of a goal other than that. And then when my 20s came around, I started my own business around 24, 25. And I was passionate about that. I was passionate about doing that. Um, and it was, it was. I started it from a very small little cottage business in my flat in South Melbourne. And it turned into something that was quite you know, global in terms of the reach that I was selling products. And my wife eventually, who I met before during that and then joined me, but then I lost passion, probably within about sort of 10 years or so of that, and I reflected as to why did I do that, and it was because I allowed fear mm-hmm. to overcome me, and I wasn't taking the risks that I needed in order to take that business to the next level, I was, I, and I look at it now and I think, I didn't do this and I didn't do that because I was afraid. So there was this lack of not l- trusting myself, not knowing my capabilities, because mm-hmm, I kind mm-hmm, of protected mm-hmm. myself. Yep. It's a bit mediocre in, in that respect. Yeah,
1: and uh, it was, so this um, passion has been sporadic. Over it's been time. sporadic. Yeah. yeah, and what about subsequently when you got into the events
0: industry, for example? Did that uh, was there a passion behind that? Well, you know that. Yeah, there was. There was an excitement. Right. I was driven by an energy. It was a dynamic industry, you know. I, I did that when I was like my late twenties. It was really quite. A, it was exciting to learn again and to express my creativity in a different way. Um. But you know, moving forward into that five years, six years into it, you know, I got into a rut in that in that um, business in in working for that organisation. You know, probably about seven eight years into it, and that rut when I look back at now, that rug came out of because I didn't feel like I could be me. I didn't allow myself to be me. The, mm-hmm. the workplace conditions and the, and the environment meant that I didn't explore my true authenticity. I didn't explore my honesty. I felt like I really needed to be kind of contained and conformed in that. And I didn't realize how much that had an effect on me. So again, if we go back to not letting our others affect you or control you, I allowed that to happen I could see how I got into a rut because I just didn't feel like I was going anywhere. So therefore, I didn't feel any passion anymore for what I was doing. I was kind of at the mercy of what other people were Wanting of me, yeah, and I,
1: I've certainly found the same, like similar or um, almost parallel stories in some respects. Different careers mm. and different things. And what what I've found is where where I've had a, a passion for something and really gone for it, and then something will happen or there be. Mm. Um, things may not go the way I anticipated or whatever, but it knocked my confidence. Mm. And then you start to doubt yourself and you... My behaviour has been to withdraw and, um, and lose that enthusiasm. Um, so I started off with a, a deep knowing that what I was doing was, was great and had this certainty about it and uh, had the desire to do it. Um, and I saw that life was fair you know okay but what happens happens so and then the passion that goes with that so uh, it was successful and then something will happen coming from left field or whatever or things things will happen and then you think oh i'm no good and you withdraw and uh, you lose that passion and you you know my my behavior has been to um um you know withdraw and mm-hmm. um and what's I was just uh, recently reminded. Um, that one of the things that we subscribe to is the idea of reincarnation and bringing forward karmatic debts. And one of the karmatic debts you know I've got in this life is about taking action. Mm-hmm. And and, and I realise what what I do is I go into this sort of mindset of not taking action or hiding or uh, or um, avoiding things, um, and uh, that's not going to lead to success. So. Yeah, so, what you're saying, I can certainly identify with.
0: You know, you mentioned how, uh, you know, the comments of others may derail you. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's that example where I, even with myself was that um, it is it is that lack of knowing who you are and that self-belief in yourself. Mm. And didn't realize just how much I was, at the time, just lacking it. and And to an extent, it still sits there, you know. It's it's interesting, isn't it? Where where you don't have that that strong sense of self. Okay, you know, someone could say something to you, and they may be valid. Like it could be a valid comment mm. <laughs> that oh, you, know, yeah. you know, you know, you didn't do that very well, Peter, or you yeah. know, you, you know, you could do this better, or you know, um, whatever the, it may be, or it may be an unjust comment. But it should be should it be enough to just take you off your course? Mm. Mm. That is. You know, did you ever think about that in terms of why do you let it take yourself off course?
1: Yeah. And it was interesting before we came on air, Steve, was we saying that um, we... Uh, um, neither of us are perfect and it's work in progress. We've made that point often enough. But what we try and do on this show is to be reasonably open and mm. honest and vulnerable and... Um, uh, We're still working on this, but what we're doing is sharing information about our journey and what we've found helps us, and hopefully that'll help other people as well. And uh, that go back to that quote you had right at the start about version one is better than version none. So the idea is, look, we're all on this journey of growth, and Mm -hmm. uh, these are some of the things we've learned along the way, and we're happy to share what we've learned and what we've gone through, and that might help not only us, but also other people. And that's part of the reason for sharing this in the way we are.
0: Yeah, yes, it's true. It's true. I, I felt like, I felt if we could explore this on air, I could share my story, you could share your story, mm-hmm. but we could just hopefully help other people maybe to see what, why you lose passion and if you haven't had it, maybe why that's happened. We also get a lot of, you know, a lot of guys come to our groups as well too, Peter, who just uh, are lost. mm and in some ways, it's a very similar thing. It's a, it's a loss of, of who they are. And maybe in some some instances, they've never really f- discovered who they are. They've been somebody in relation to somebody else. Like our relationships yep. have a huge impact on how we see ourselves. And again, that's kind of the hope for, for today's conversation. Let's just throw some things out in the air and let's just see what happens. Um, there's some quotes... From, from the Wisdom of Crazy Horse blog, which we referenced a lot, that I've just pulled out. They're not in complete quotes, but I, I think they kind of tell a little bit of a story here. Yeah. And that's from
1: wisdomofcrazyhorse.blogspot.com uh, for memory? Yep. Yeah. Yeah.
0: You know, coming back to what my teacher said, to find hmm. passion, don't let others control you or your decisions. Now, in the Wisdom of Crazy Horse quotes, there's a quote that says, passion and purpose are only related in your life when you are passionately on purpose. Yep. So knowing yourself is a commitment to your purpose, and I, th- I wanted to stop there for a second. Knowing yourself is a commitment to your purpose, and that is that is it really at the core of I think what we're talking about today, and I think the work that we've we're, we're involved in, and, and what I what I do and you do with your mm. clients, and what we're doing with the guys and Men with Spirit is your purpose is a commitment to know who you are, and that is it's a foreign. It's, I think it's foreign to many of us. We would assume that I know who I am. I know who I am, but and and the different a, the different aspects of you.
1: Uh, and we had a um, a, a trance with uh, Ian at, at the weekend with Crazy Horse, and that was uh, talking about uh, unity. Mm-hmm. And it was interesting that one of the things he said in in terms of um, uh, achieving unity. Uh, It starts with yourself in terms of uh, understanding who you are and unifying the different aspects of you and having that self-awareness and self-acceptance and being united in yourself and Mm. then taking that into your family and community. But as you say, it gets back to um, who you are and understanding who you are and accepting that.
0: You know, let's explore that a little bit more, right? Mm -hmm. Who you are. and if I said that to somebody... What what do you think they would think that means? Who are you? Do you know who you are? I think a lot of people would, would describe you know
1: basic things like I'm male, I'm you know I'm you know in such and such a relationship or whatever. I'm so old, uh, uh, such and such an age or whatever. But in terms of the the intent behind the question, as you'd ask it, would be more much deeper. Would be about your. Uh, what you stand for what you believe um, your values um, mm. and um, what you're trying to achieve in life um, how you want to relate to people um, all of those things um, are critical to having an understanding of who you are would
0: you add to that You've got lots of notes there on this I do have a lot of, I've really I have really tried to do a lot of work on this because it it, like I said earlier, it did unsettle me. And mm. and I want to I want to get to the heart of this. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I do have some notes some here. Go on. Go on, please share. I want to share um, who am I as defined um, in a course that I did uh, earlier this year, a philosophy course. Mm-hmm. And I asked this question, uh, you know, who am I? And this was the answer that was given to me by Ian, actually. Mm. And it says... I am the product of who I was in reference to all your reincarnation Mm -hmm, and past mm -hmm. lives and all that I know at the time of birth, Mm -hmm. everything that I've learned since minus the lies and nonsense I have been taught. And there, I think... <laughs> that, is a, a, that
1: is the essence of it, isn't it? And that ties back to what you were saying at the start about what you are told by Sean in terms of the influence of other people on yes. it and that, the lies or the influence other people have on you.
0: Mm. Yeah. yeah. Do you want to
1: read it again? I will, That's yeah, because really I, I think it's, yeah, it's,
0: yeah, a, yeah. it's yeah. so succinct and beautiful. Uh, who am I? I am the product of who I was and all I know at the time of birth. Everything I've learned since, minus... The lies and nonsense I have been taught. Hmm. Yeah. yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah. That's that's good. And as as your life goes on, you would recognise more and more lies or things that uh, you've been taught. That you would. The more you subtract, you negate that effect. Mm-hmm. The more you come to uh, an appreciation of who you really are.
0: Hmm. Yeah, because there is in the trance. How do you get yourself out of a rut? And we've all felt being in a rut. It it refers to a rut is that someone has attacked your independence. So we're affected by the relationships of others and what other people say to us. And and when you take this back to when we we're quite young. We've got to remember that even some of those innocent words that was maybe just sort of offhandedly given to us, like, you know, don't embarrass us or don't embarrass mm-hmm. the family mm-hmm. or don't, don't be, be too big for your boots or anything like that. Those kind of words, they kind of like float in your mind. They stay in your mind for a very long time until you consciously decide, well, that, that's not true for me. But if you don't do that, and in, in some cases, I don't think I did that. I think some of those voices are still floating around in my head and they're kind of like they, they, they pop up in the mm. most inopportune times that will probably take me out of, out of the game, you know? And they're negative thoughts. Yeah, and because I'm hearing someone else's yep, voice and yep. I've accepted that voice mm-hmm. and said, no, mm-hmm. that's not true for me anymore. Mm-hmm. I don't believe that. Mm-hmm. And that is where I think... Sometimes passion can be taken away from us. We don't, yep. that drive, we lose that drive because we believe that voice. Mm-hmm. Mm. And there were some other quotes that um, Crazy Horse had on
1: uh, that are relevant. Um, in talking about slothful people, and that's a word you don't hear too slothful. often, slothful people, Crazy Horse says that the solution to their negativity is positivity and purpose found through. Action and that the found through action was res- certainly resonated with me that um, we need to take action at the end of the day. And uh, you can do all the research and whatever uh, under the sun, but uh, it's taking action and the right action that makes the difference. Absolutely. And um, a couple of other quotes he's got here in talking about the lessons from a holiday, which is relevant given that many people are going into the holiday season sh- soon. Um, He says, Your life is meant to be spent finding ways to reach your pre-intended goals and exceed them through being on purpose. Mm -hmm. Um, So I think uh, that'll tie back to the issue of um, purpose, which we'll cover in a bit more detail after we hear your song. And another one was um, talking about bewilderment. He says, "Bewilderment is when a person cannot see their purpose because they are lost in the
0: enormity of their current task." I can see that. I can see that. You're probably fixating on the uh, I'm probably on the wrong things. You know, the immediacy things you know, the day-to-day survival, mm. and we
1: lose uh, sight of that bigger picture. Mm-hmm. What am I here for? What am I, try- I mean, try to be, uh, what am I trying to achieve? Yeah. Well, with that, we might have a little break and Mm -hmm. go to um, your selection of music. Would you like to explain what you've chosen and why?
0: Yes. Ultimately, what I have come to is an understanding that passion and purpose, there is a sense of freedom from that, Mm -hmm. and it's a freedom of knowing who you are, and that is exciting. You know, once you get that independence, you'll get that sense of freedom. So that led me to think well, what song would represent that for me? So I've chosen um, Feeling Good uh, by Nina Simone. Um, and the reason why the song is actually a song of emancipation from slavery mm-hmm. which in some ways I kind of <laughs> say in some ways we become slaves to ourselves and to the negativity of those thoughts that we've, we've embodied and decided now we're holding on to them regardless of whether they're true or not and, and I think that you know the work that we're talking about today and the work we all need to do on ourselves is to free ourselves from that and that get that sense of freedom so that's why i've chosen this song i absolutely love nina simone as well i also find she's someone who lives with passion you mm. know despite what other people have said about her yeah. so it's Ex- excellent choice all right. Let's right let's do that now
1: okay feeling good
0: Hi, I'm Dr. Floyd Gomes, uh, aka Atticus Health with Dr. Floyd, you might recall, and it's great to be here at Radio Carom.
1: And welcome back to uh, Peter and Steve on A Men with Spirit at Radio Carom. And uh, today we're discussing finding passion in your life. Now, Steve, in in the just before the song, we were talking about um, passion and how it ties into purpose mm-hmm. and that you need, uh, and I think the quote from Crazy Horse was passion and purpose are only related when in your life you are passionately on purpose. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about a little bit about purpose. Mm. From all the, your copious notes there, what
0: insights have you got to share with us? Look, I think... I think the very first place to start with purpose is we have, our main purpose is to to know who we are. And, you know, I think that will be relevant for anyone who's, you know, 20, 30, 40, 50, 70, it doesn't really matter. If you haven't really lived a life where you have been given that level of self-belief in yourself, you know, to be truly independent and... Therefore, if you had that really early in life, I think that you would be passionately on purpose because that that part would have been out of the way and you would have gone for your goals and you would have probably been driven a lot more. So I think the first place would be is to start with getting to know who you are mm-hmm. and being really honest with that.
1: Okay. Um, overall, I think one of the things we've been taught is given this concept of reincarnation that we're here back on earth again, um, what are we meant to do during the time we're on earth? Certainly, and one of them is to uh, grow in love mm-hmm. and that we're meant to be, uh, to be more loving, so we meant to grow in love, um, to decrease um, uh, in jealousy mm-hmm. and envy, and greet. So, if we do those things, and then the other thing uh, from our point of view is to um, uh, meet any karmatic debts or to do things that you agreed to do in this life. Um, so that's from a, a big picture thing in terms of what you're meant to do in the life, and the specific purpose for each for each person will vary from person to person, won't it?
0: Yeah, that's true, and that's definitely my understanding. And um, I'm not very, I'm not very. Um I'm not much of an expert on the whole karmatic um, debt. I understand it. I understand what mine is in this life that I'm, I'm, I'm praying to pay back. But it's definitely, I think, sort of a, a topic that could really be spoken in more depth later. Um, however, I do will mention there is a trance on that as well too. If when you're looking at trance, this mm-hmm. is a great one on that understanding karma. Um, and I feel I feel like when you when you Bring all that together and sometimes you can get lost in that in the idea of your karma as well and and i feel like your your main focus really needs to be on getting to know yourself and being fully in, independent and what that will mean for everyone is a little bit different right it's going to be this knowing and i keep coming back to self-belief because i feel like there is strength in self-belief it gets us it will get us through the troubles in life and the challenges in life, will not it?
1: Yeah, and uh, yeah, that is self worth. This uh, That's one of the issues I've certainly dealt with is one around self worth. And when something, you know, I was mentioned before, when something uh, uh, untoward happens, mm. it, my default position was to then, so on, well, no good sort of thing. So you self <laughs> flagellate and this sort of thing, <laughs> which is a crazy thing to do. But, um, it, it's But it's this inner knowing that, and you mentioned the word knowing, and I, I think ultimately we, as you mentioned, uh, what we come into this, um, or Ian, that quote on um, uh, subtracting and mm. you know, what you bring forward in terms of knowledge. At a deep level, there's a deep knowing what you're meant to achieve in this life and who you are. And it's really accessing and coming to an acceptance of that deep knowledge, that deep knowing. And I think I may have shared this at one stage with you. I don't know whether I did it on the show or not. But I um, uh, um, had a very close relationship with my nana. Um, and she passed when I was probably uh, you know, mid-teens or something. And um, some years later, I found a diary with a... You know, the people used to have autographs or they'd get people to write sayings. Yes. This is a thing that used to happen in the day back in the day sort of thing and I came across this um, uh, diary that an aunt had and in there was a quote from um, uh, from my nana and the way it was worded as soon as I read it I knew this was this was a message for me and I read this and it was about um, you all know and it was uh, it brought me to tears just reading it. There was this the energy behind it was basically saying, um, "You will know certain things," and it, it went for about a page and a half. And it was a really, uh, really great um, reminder of there is this deep knowing we each we each hold within us, and it's a matter of tapping that and recognizing who you are.
0: Yeah, yeah. That that's a that's a wonderful story. Um, we getting to know the spirit of, of who you are I think is really the key there in terms of our main purpose. Um, and, it, you know, one of the things that I've I've often... It's, I think, a, a level of honesty that's really, really required here at this point, you know, when we're talking about it because sometimes we can just want to push aside those uncomfortable feelings and and we can feel like we're we're um disrespecting you know maybe our parents maybe those people around us by saying no i don't agree with you but ultimately it's that honesty is like is this right for me like who am i afraid of offending here and that gives you a clue is uh, as to you know are you truly getting to know who you are those those things become very apparent because your behavior is somehow kind of cut short and Your desire to do something, if you find yourself holding yourself back, it's often because you're afraid of offending somebody. Or 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 how they would react to you. And that, I think, is a really good key. If you're willing to be open and honest with yourself, that's a really good marker there to say, okay, okay, what's going on there and why? What am I doing this for? Who am I afraid of offending? Mm. But this
1: self-honesty is the first thing, is to be honest with yourself and then be honest with other people and express
0: yourself as you are. Yeah, and, and it, it is a challenge because we're not really taught to do that. No. We're not really taught to be that honest with ourselves, um, especially with others as well. Um, another thing that I, I read, well, I read, I, I listened to in one of the trances was talking about, you know, when you're in a rut and trying to just get to know who you are. And a great little exercise is to, when you wake up in the morning, is to ask yourself how you feel about that morning. Well, how are you feeling? Uh, yeah. yeah are point, you looking yeah. forward to that day starting, or if you are you not, mm. and what's causing you not to be, uh, you know, looking forward to the day, or who is causing you not to be looking forward to that day? And there's a clue there that you're not living to your to your true self, or you're living to your own values. Mm. There's something going on there. I think it's a really good technique um, which I should do more often, this
1: idea of checking in during the Mm. day. How am I feeling and and Mm. why am I feeling like that? And and it's one of the things we do in our men's groups: is um, we check in with the guys in terms of how are you feeling. And this is why we go through this bit of routine, (laughs) a bit of ritual between you and I at the start is how are we feeling. But uh, it is important. And we find with the guys what's interesting is – and we know that often men don't think about or, or aren't aware of their feelings or can't express how they're feeling. So they'll talk about, um, like, we play music as mm-hmm. one way of getting people, getting the guys to just tune into what does it make them feel. And it's just interesting sometimes... Uh, we get in our heads and talk about the, the techniques or the, the, the music itself and who's playing and a bit of background rather than, well, how did it make yeah. you feel and why did it make you feel like that? Yeah. So,
0: um, hmm. Yeah, we see that often, don't we? We do. We go straight to their heads and, uh, yeah, give us a uh, a summary of the song rather than how it made them feel. Hmm. Um, You know, the... The other thing that I wanted to sort of share as well here, let's, you know, if somebody's listening, they're going, okay, that's, this this is all fine, guys. That's great. Okay, so I get to know who I am. But how do I know what I need to do in life? Like, what is, what, how do I know what my purpose is? If my purpose is to say we start off to get to know yourself, but what if you do get to know yourself? And we are jumping ahead here, but I'm just throwing out, this is probably a question that could be sitting in someone's mind right now, is... So how do I know what it is I'm supposed to do in life? What, what's your answer to that? What, what have you heard or, or what can you share there, Peter? I think um, the
1: the commitment to some deep personal development and just self-awareness and um, uh, I would recommend would be a useful starting point, um, whether someone joins a a group of some sort, or seeks out a mentor or uh, some sort of um, teacher mm-hmm. to help them. But the idea of some external um, impetus, or advice, or um, catalyst to bring about change. Now, this assumes someone wants to grow and uh, wants a better appreciation of who they are. Um, getting help from or getting assistance from someone else who has. Is a bit further uh, further along the path and has developed some tools and techniques Um, certainly through the work we've done with sphinx we'd certainly um, uh, recommend the sort of uh, approach that sphinx adopts but that idea of personal and spiritual development and and there is an intertwining between those two things your personal growth and your spiritual growth and we would certainly encourage people if they want to grow to look for um uh, teachers, mentors, groups uh, that resonate with them and for us it, it happens to be Sphinx but um, there's many other groups and uh, uh, teachers out there that may may appeal to you so we're not uh, saying people only need to go down one path It's um, but that getting that external um, uh, catalyst or help I think certainly helps
0: I I kind of, I accept that as a as a sort of a part answer, mm-hmm. um, Peter. But I feel everyone, I, I believe everyone comes with certain gifts. Yep. You know, and not all those gifts are going to lead to the same path. Oh, no. And yeah. they're designed, you know, somebody who comes in, let's take Nina Simone as an example, right? Just, mm-hmm. as a, just off the top of my head. Here we've got is a singer. I mean, she's been given this gift. Mm-hmm. And this gift is to sing and to sing in her particular way as well and to tell her story in her particular way. So at some point she's discovered that and she has this, the obstacles in her way and there were many remember because she was you know know, raised poor she also was in the time of the civil rights there's a lot of issues around being black and being a female and all of those kinds of things pushed beyond that and just kept with her gifts now not everyone's going to live an extreme life like Nina Simone and no one's going to need to always be in that kind of global level but do we know these gifts like do we do we inherently know what these gifts are um and I'm, I'm sort of I'm sort of really under speaking out loud I'm, I am being honest here like you know well, I assume you would be honest <laughs> um just do, do we know these gifts and are they apparent earlier in our life and, and,
1: and if you become aware of a gift that you have a particular gift uh, when you're younger for example um, but at any stage where you feel there's something special that you could bring to the world if because of the way people have reacted or whatever um Take your ET example when you were, you know, who knows you're meant to be an international set designer. For I always movies thought I was going to be Steven Spielberg. <laughs> but, um, you know, if you have the, a gift and then you don't use it, like if you are meant to be a great musician and you decide you know, because of setbacks or whatever that you don't do that, or you're meant to be a healer or whatever mm. it happens to be, and you don't do that. Um, Well, you're not living up to your potential, and we'd certainly argue there's a karmetic debt Mm. for not having done that. So, like, getting that external help or advice to help you sort that out, I think, is a a good thing. Another technique uh, we would certainly recommend is um, meditation and self-reflection as a way of coming to some um, better appreciation of you Mm -hmm. and a sense of self-honesty. Would you agree with that?
0: Yeah, I do agree with that. I, I think that it really just, I think that's a very specific kind of um, um, process that um, I think there are various forms of meditation that will work better for other pe- for, for certain mm-hmm. people. I know the type where you're working with your guide is far more effective than just sort of sending out for 15, 20 minutes. Um, anything that helps, I think, you to look at yourself and to um, reflect honestly on yourself is really important Um, so I do do essentially agree with meditation I'm just sort of thinking of some of the people that may be listening in uh, on the show and just thinking okay well what if you're not what if you're not down the spiritual path as we are right now Mm -hmm. what can we leave them with that makes them feel okay well I can do that You know, what can I do with that information? And I would probably say something else to really look at. Yes, get help with getting to know yourself for sure. Mm -hmm. But, you know, part of getting to know yourself as well is understand what you stand for. What are your values?
1: Yeah, and and values, I think, is a really key one because that helps to define who you are and what you believe in.
0: Yeah, Um, and I think that's a really good place for someone to start as well Um, because I think within that you'll uncover you uncover really what is important to you and what you say is important to you because what you say is important to you and if you're not acting on it, then it's not really that important to you. You're just saying that and you're not acting on it. I think when we had Minnie Rose on, who's yep. from that's Personal Harmony, she, she spoke a lot about values driving our behavior. Mm-hmm. Understanding, well, are your values yours or have you just adopted them because somebody has said these are your values and is what you're going to live by? I think that's a really good place to start for somebody that maybe isn't going down the meditation spiritual path that w- we are on. Um, we you know, encourage you to sort of explore whatever you need to explore to find out who you are. And sometimes I think it's pushing yourself out of your comfort zones. That is the biggest thing, you know, because we can stay very safe in who we are. And, and safety is not good for passion. Mm. It's not. It's not good for self-belief. It's not good for finding out who you are in life. You have to be willing to just push and take risks and jump out of that rut that you're in because you may not know where you're going, but at least you'll get that sense of freedom. And I think in that freedom, you'll go, "Ah, I love this. I love feeling like this. Give me more of that feeling. I want more of that. I think that's a really a good place to start and knowing your what you believe in and your values I think is a good place to start absolutely
1: and I think uh, Sonia um, Telerita she touched on um, organisations and values and I think the point that came through from both what Minnie said and Sonia is is having been clear on your own values and how it relates to your organisation or to um, um other groups you're involved in helps you to define where you want to draw the lines. That uh, that this is over the line. I'm not prepared to go that far. Uh, that far, and it certainly gives you a lot of clarity. Um, one of the quotes we got in the, just recently on um, from Crazy Horse was on um, a candle, mm-hmm. and just in terms of the. Um, future and your pathway and and i thought i might just share this one um spiritually the count the candle symbolizes two things first is purity especially a white or bone candle as purity is an aspiration in life secondly it helps people to understand that all they need is the light of the candle to get through life that light will not allow them to see far ahead nor around corners, but it will allow them to safely navigate through what is immediately ahead of them, for that is sufficient in order to lead a successful life of growth. Mm -hmm. So you won't, well, really, you have a clear picture of what's going to happen, if ever you have a clear picture of what's going to happen in all of your life going forward, but you will be able to see, hopefully, just in front of you, and and that's um, the essence of that quote. And, and having the, you know, the, the determination to um, to head in that direction.
0: And I think you know, it touched on something that we've probably been uh, remiss in saying: is that growth is a purpose in life. Hmm. It's the purpose in life to grow in all of those things that you mentioned before, in love. Yeah. Um, but essentially, we come here to grow and learn from the from the from the past. And become that kind of full expression of who we are supposed to be, and that means getting to know who we are. And I think that is that is a goal, and that's a, it's a very worthwhile and important goal because if we all are focused on our growth, then you can just imagine what the world could be like. Not only the world, but let's just take it even back to your own relationship with yourself, with your family, your community. Yeah, and the interesting thing is, in a relationship
1: and you're committed to your growth and perhaps your partner isn't that concerned about their growth Mm. uh, or has a different perspective on things, it opens up interesting dynamics in terms of uh, potentially moving apart or having some serious conversations about, well, are you prepared to support me and what I'm trying to do or not or are we going our separate ways? So this whole question of growth and the... um, and, and sharing who you are and who you want to become with your partner and are they on board or not mm-hmm. and how does that uh, play out yeah you got any, I, I know a couple of shows back you were sharing mm-hmm. some stuff around um, relationships and growth personal growth and
0: that sort of thing mm-hmm. anything to add on that well you know, uh, I'll go back to one of the trances, the, the how to get stuff out of a rut, which is a really an excellent trance. I, mm. I really do recommend it because within that, it really does talk about how we are affected by the relationships that we have around us, you know, in, in keeping us in that rut. But, you know, I've been quite open in the men's groups um, about uh, my relationship and working on the relationship. Mm-hmm. My wife and I have been together for over 20 years. And so, you know, there's a lot of... Um, you know growth can wane in a relationship for a long period of time unless you're actively um, working on it and that's a result of also individually we're working on ourselves and we're in a I think I'm lucky in that respect that I've got a partner that is wanting to grow and and so am I and uh, as a uh, by having that we are kind of Account- putting, being accountable to one another and, and holding the other person more accountable. Now, I'm not saying it's fun. Like, it's, sometimes it's not mm. fun at all. <laughs> but it does feel at the end of the day, Is I, I just feel like oh, we're growing and mm. this is good and it's not boring. You know, life's not boring. It's not tedious. It's not just sitting there on the couch each night just waiting for the hours to pass and just hope that the next day is better. It's like... There's something in it. There is. There is a real joy in in that growth. So, while it may be tough in the beginning, you know, and and if your partner's not on board, that's a completely different conversation. Yeah. But hopefully, they just need to be reminded why it's important to do it, and it's better for everybody in the end.
1: And it's interesting in a a family context where you, you know, if you're an adult and you've got parents that may not be supportive of what you're trying to do or you may have siblings or indeed children that may not um, see why you're so passionate about wanting to grow and change and do things differently to perhaps the the way they used to know you. Mm. Uh, So there's some challenging... um, Issues at times when yeah. it comes to relationships to navigate when you decide that you want to grow as a person.
0: And all of this relates back to the topic of passion, because mm. this is where it all comes from. You know, we, we need all of this self belief and we need that kind of knowing who we are, because that, that fuels that drive, because the obstacles in your way are less. You know, although there's still well, always well, learning. it could have uh, obstacles back. or, you know, people that want to hold you back so that the,
1: the family could say, well, you're different to the way you used to be and we mm. don't like that. Um, and there's another uh, concept that we um, uh, we understand, which is like attracts like. Mm. So if you've got people that are fairly negative towards you because you've changed, in inverted mm. commas, um, it, it then opens up some... Uh, discussions you need to have in terms of well, yeah. why haven't I got a right to develop and grow? Uh, why do I need to fit in with your mm-hmm. um, old uh, previous perception of who I who I am and who I should be? At the end of the day, it's who I am and who I want to be. Yeah, and uh, I'm certainly aware of um, from you know, the work we do that you know there are lots of family situations where people. Uh, can't come to terms with the fact that people are growing and changing,
0: mm-hmm. because
1: they're afraid of the change themselves. Yeah, 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 yeah. and yeah. it's it's confronting.
0: Yeah, mm. it it is confronting because it, it means it you don't have to stay in that rut. No, and, no. and, and but if and, and, see, that's the thing with a rut is that you if you don't want to get out of that rut, you want to drag everyone else in it with you, so you're uh, not alone, right? <laughs> yes, look, if, I want to sort of, I think wrapping this up a little bit just to sort of put a nice little bow on it i this is what i took out of it and um you know please add anything to it yep, Peter, yep. But passion isn't the thing that you do in life it's the driving force behind aspiring to achieve your goals passion is not in the performing it's in the lead up It's the true grit you put in because you will then feel the joy of achieving that goal. But it all starts with freeing yourself and desiring to be different, to be who you are, not who you are meant, who you are made out to be. That's kind of how I I felt.
1: Yeah, which is what um, those of us involved with uh, the men men with spirit groups are trying to achieve or striving to achieve uh, with varying degrees of success from time to time. But mm. that's what we're on about. Mm. Can I just wrap up quickly as we're running a little bit over time?
0: We always are. Peter. Yeah, um, <laughs> It's part of our slogan, isn't it? <laughs> um, uh, information
1: and links about our shows are available from the Radio Karam website, which is org, or via the uh, uh, our Men With Spirit Facebook page, which is at Men With Spirit. Uh, and that includes details of our gatherings and various um, meetings and so on. And we are having a, a Christmas function, Steve, on Monday the 5th of uh, December in we Frankston. Are. We are. And uh, anyone that's had any involvement with us over the last year or so, we'd uh, love you to come, come along to that. So we'll send out details, but reach out, feel free to reach out to us on that one. And our next show, episode 35, will be the last one for the year. And we've got a topic... uh discussing different perspectives on celebrations. Mm. So that should be a good one. And just to finish off, I've got a final song, and I certainly couldn't go past talking We're talking about passion and purpose and all that sort of thing. I had to throw in uh, the oils or the Midnight Oils song, The Power and the Passion. And uh, thanks for listening, everyone. Thank you. And uh, thanks, Steve, for sharing all of that. And until next time, be true to yourself.